Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hello and welcome to today's episode, The BS of Belief. Now, um, I seem to have been joined by uh, somebody this morning. We're going to call him Freddy the Fly. Uh, Seems like a big fly. He's been flying around my office here where I'm recording the podcast and I've tried numerous times to get him out, but it just seems that that's not the way it's going to work today. So if you hear Freddy the Fly flying around, don't mind him. He's just maybe he's just curious and he's a fan of the podcast. At least that's what I'm telling myself. That's my belief. So, anyway, so much <laughs> has been written about belief over the years. Um, I can hear Freddie the Fly there. I don't know if you can now, but anyway, there he is. Um, seminars, programs, but to improve your belief. Like, would you like, are there any areas where you'd like, if you feel that you'd like to improve your belief? You know, I I think the answer is to stop working on it and to start working on something else. And that's what we're going to throw out onto the table here uh, today and explore. Now, so a couple of stories are to kind of maybe lead us softly into it. Um, I've been talking over the last month to a couple of people. I was asked, would I speak to a couple of people who are new to, um, coaching consultancy industry and both of them in different ways um and it's a typical problem with somebody who was kind of new consulting coaching because i had the same problem myself was um what they said was look i I, you know i I need to work on my belief on selling so i was saying well uh, how how are you going to do that and they were saying well i'm kind of thinking of doing a you know i'm kind of i'm doing some mental stuff on my belief and i'm they're going to do a course on belief and everything else, which is all fine, but not really addressing the problem. I mean, to me, on a more practical level, I definitely, you need to look at your belief and what do you believe about an area like selling. But, you know, you need to go to somebody who understands selling and get some training in selling. Now, it's only going to be effective if what's going on inside you isn't blocking that training having an impact. Because for a lot of people, I think somebody told me that it's 80% of people in sales, for example, don't believe they're a natural salesperson. So that is a, that's an inner blocker on that training working, which is why a lot of that training doesn't really work. So anyway, what I said to this person in this case was, I said, look, just, just go with me on this silly exercise for a moment. If you did have belief on selling and belief in yourself that you're good enough to sell, what would you be doing that you're not? So they listed a few actions and I said, okay, well, that's what you need to start doing today. It doesn't matter about your belief, just start doing them even though, even if it's poor, they said, well, well, it's not a strength and I probably need to make it a strength. No, no, it doesn't matter. Does this need to happen for your business to work? And the answer, of course, is yes. Well, then we just need to get into it. Now, that might seem too simple, um, but I know that they're going to struggle with that mentally because there's there's other angles on it. So maybe to share another story, um, Again, a kind of a common one, but over the last, say, year, I remember dealing with C- C-suite executive, and this is a common one where they're a very, very good leader, very strong, very capable, incredibly good, actually, um, 
would have this irrational fear of public speaking, especially when it comes to speaking in front of other groups or people. And again, not unusual for a leader to, to kind of um, admit that to me. Um, so they were saying, look, I need to kind of work on my essentially belief training around like what do I believe and everything else and give me some techniques to compensate for my lack of belief in that area. And really, from my point of view, that's that's kind of missing the point. Now, I used to do a lot of that kind of stuff um, and it would have an impact to a degree, but it would never really would nail it, I felt. And also it wouldn't last. Um, and also it seemed to kind of cause a lot of internal stress that often was hidden to the public or to the groups, you know, listening to somebody speak. There's a much easier way. It's it's really to kind of, once you understand that actually uh, the power of a clear mind that isn't unencumbered by, is that the word unencumbered or hindered anyway, by thought, because it's the thoughts that distract. Now the thoughts do come from belief. So in that kind of context, it was more a case of I had to kind of trick them and uh, put them into a situation with a group where um, I just said, look, there's no notes, no preparation. I just wanted to speak off the cuff. And initially they were very nervous, but when they got into it and started, just did it because I kind of forced their hand into doing it. It was, a, it was a trick on my side, but it has worked. And they came out the other side and said, well, actually, oh my God. And they probably actually listened to this podcast and smiling to themselves right now as I'm saying this is uh, they loved it. They loved it. And that is the start of a new belief. Because when you get into it, like, what is belief? All belief is, is a thought that we give repetitive attention to. So much so that eventually it becomes unconscious and we kind of forget about it. So you and me and everybody else around us, we all have these different beliefs, mostly unconscious now, because they were formed perhaps through childhood and as you go along. But isn't it interesting, though, that a lot of what we used to believe perhaps we don't believe anymore like i mean i used to believe that there was a god who had gray hair and a beard and sat on the throne because that's what i was told but do i believe that now no why well i suppose maybe my own life experience my own exploration um and my current view of life and the universe and everything else right now so it's not my beliefs change my beliefs have changed about money about relationships about what makes things work in life um, why? Because maybe more experience, more exploration, um, more exploration of what is reality. Because we are thinking machines. Like our minds think, it tries to tell us, um, it gives us models about how to cope with reality. But rarely do we ever stop and, re and just think about, hang on a second here now, what do I believe in this situation? And can I be sure that it's true? Because your mind will try and back up very quickly. Oh, no, no, this is why I believe this, because this happened to me, and then that happened to me, and then they said this, and they said, hmm, yeah, no, that's, we need to look a little bit deeper than that. At, like, what is the nature of belief? Really, on a simple level, it's just something, we have an experience, something happens, we form some thoughts around it, and we give it attention. So, um, on a practical level, I remember a few years ago, maybe six, seven years ago, I was, I'd sought somebody out who I thought was, well, sorry, not, I, I know that they're world class in the mental side. And I had I finally had a chance to work with them. There's a long waiting list. So eventually got to work with them. And um, they said, look, you're going to have to give up probably about a day a week of your, of your working week to do some work with me. And in my mind, I was kind of going, oh my God. And they said, well, what are you thinking? I said, look, I, I, that's fine, but it's just, it's, that's obviously, it's going, it's going to mean I'm going to learn I'm going to lose 25% of my sales. And then they turned around and said to me, if you say so. 
And then I said, well, so what do you mean if I say so? That that's, That is, it's taking 25% of my time away. And, they, so, yeah, and they said, yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to lose 25% of your sales. That's what you believe. Then that's what probably will happen. And it kind of was like a major kick in the head because I, I went, hang on a second here. Wow. So you're saying to me, I, I could I could maybe look at, well, for example, how could I increase my sales but lose a day out of my week? And as a result of that, because I worked with that person for just over a year, one day a week, took it out of my busy schedule. And because of that challenge, um, I ended up actually increasing my sales by 30%. It was a big lesson, big lesson. But that all started with a thought, a belief. So I think if, you, if you're looking at yourself, you know, think about some area that you feel you'd like to have a better belief or a more constructive belief for you. Or, you know, think about an area that maybe is a problem for you or a challenge. What's your belief? And then just look at that and say, okay, well, this is this. Now your mind will go, yeah, but that's because this happened and I, I messed up here before and I just don't think I'm any good at this and other people, and he doesn't understand me. Okay, that's fine. Um, and you have to look at that and say, well, look, is it true? And if it's true, fine. But can you be 100% sure it's true? Because here's the thing, though, because um, it's a funny thing if, once you kind of start to look at your belief and say, you know, maybe it's easier than even, like there's a whole lot of emphasis around installing new beliefs and everything else. All of which has an effect, but I, I think it's limited. But here's the thing: if you did have the belief in an area that that's a problem for you, if you did have the belief that you that you that you were good at something that 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 was better for you, what would you be thinking? Like, what would you be thinking? You know, in the context of that person who, um, the the C-suite executive who had this intense fear of speaking to groups, like, what would you be thinking if you had a belief that was well, no, I enjoy it? Would you, would you be thinking, okay, I'm 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 relaxed? I, I'm going to enjoy this, and I'm thinking um, I'm going to deliver a great talk. That's what I'd be thinking. I say, okay, well then, could you not experiment with just at least trying that? And then, if you did have that thought, what would you be doing in that moment? You say, well, I prepare well, definitely. Um, if I had nervous thoughts, I wouldn't give them too much attention, and then I go out and I just deliver my talk, and I wouldn't overthink it at all. I wouldn't overthink it. Okay, well then, that's what we need to do. And just by doing that, like that kind of uh, situation, I put that executive into terms of talking to a group. Then what happens is when they perform better, that becomes the basis for a new thought based on a new experience, which to them actually, which actually was true. So all of a sudden, literally in a, in a space of twenty four hours, they went from I, I can't speak to groups to oh my god, I actually really enjoy speaking to groups. That's not really logical, or is it? I mean, it's logical to me now. So it is hugely valuable to examine your beliefs and then just maybe add in those questions. If I did have a positive belief here, what would I be thinking? And stew on that one and then say, right, if I was thinking those things, what would I be doing? And then your job is to start doing them. Um, and it's it's in every area, money, success, public speaking, writing, relationships, your health. And it is funny because, you know, I, I still am exploring many beliefs that I know are limiting, but I don't get caught up with them as much as I used to. And it's just like, oh, there's another one. Okay, yeah, oh, okay, no, that's not true. Um, and it's kind of like letting dirt that kind of gathers on a window, just kind of seeing a spot and go, oh yeah, there's a bit of dirt there, let's clean that away. 
And I'm finding more and more that even if I don't really concern myself with belief at all and just get into something and just take action, just do, kind of things just seem to sort themselves out. And I think, you know, if especially if you're a leader or you're a parent and you're listening to this, be aware also that you're surrounded by people and children and adults who have all sorts of beliefs. And you can help that or you can hinder it by how you are with them. And I think this is when you really recognize the value of the inner, the inner edge um, and you understand yourself from the inner side out that you become hugely helpful to people around you also trying to navigate a world that can be confusing and uncertain. Um, and maybe at the core underneath all of that is a question that bothers way more many people than you might think, which is, am I good enough? Am I good enough? Um, and so our job perhaps as a leader or a parent, maybe the ultimate thing in leadership is to, is to help people to even question or challenge those beliefs that perhaps are hindering their potential. So one angle is if you want to improve a belief for you, I don't know, maybe just pretend you have it and just take some action based on the kind of thinking that you would have if you had that belief. And then by doing that, you build a thought. And again, a reminder that belief, what is it? It's just a thought that we keep paying attention to. And um, if you pick the right one, you can put in the right type of thought, right type of belief. And like the famous slogan goes on the on the shampoo bottles, you then you rinse and repeat. You rinse and repeat. The question is, are we are we rinsing the right thing? Are we repeating the right thing? So, more food for thought. I hope this one landed. Take care. Bye bye.